Let's start the night out with a bang. After all, May is Masturbation Month here on the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show, the show where we educate men and women about sexual health, how it relates to overall health, making relationships the best they can be. Lovely to be here with you this evening on what was just an awesome day. Hopefully you got out and enjoyed some of the sunshine. Perhaps you ran in the marathon this morning. I'd like to congratulate Kate and William, who gave birth to the 5th or 12th in line to the throne, the little princess. Uh, No name yet, but my money is on Mary. Anyway, hopefully that will bring some normal names back to babies who have been born. We can get away from names like Apple and North and West. And Anyway, um, so it's lovely to hear their, their news. Yes, yes, yes. May is Masturbation Month. Maybe this is a good time to tell you that uh, put the kitties to bed. It's going to be a little bit more difficult putting them to bed given the long days we're having, but just get some blackout blinds. Those would be good for you, too. Um, anyway, and uh, put them to bed. But children de- do need, in- do indeed need to understand and learn about masturbation at an appropriate age so that they don't get the inappropriate messages from their friends or or whomever, their grandmother or somebody else. Who knows? Maybe they have a cool grandmother who tells them the real goods. Um, But masturbation gets a bad rap. Not everybody masturbates, but if you do, in spite of what you may have been told, masturbation is perfectly fine, it's healthy, and it is normal. After all, you know what I say, if you cannot touch yourself, who can you touch? It's also therapeutic. Here I go again. (laughs) Um, Always trying to uh, get away with this stuff because it's therapeutic. Anyway, honestly, it is very helpful in treating sexual dysfunction in men, in particular, the sexual dysfunction like premature ejaculation, which is pretty darn common. And uh, they say there's roots in uh, mothers coming along to to their teenage boys' bedrooms and um, uh, catching them. And so boys are quickly masturbating. Anyway, there's a lot of reasons for premature ejaculation, and perhaps we'll get into some of those tonight in the show. So in honor of loving yourself tonight on the program, I will discuss the many health benefits of masturbation. I will also be giving out a vibrator to the, I don't know, to the third caller, let's say, <laughs> if should there be three callers. Um, if you dare to call into the sex show, you can go to my website, www.backtothebedroom.ca, and pick out something, a nice vibrator, brand new, of course. You don't want those things used. And um, under $50, you can go as high, you can spend as much as $50. <laughs> anyway, um, so it's nice, masturbation. If you can do it with someone else, all the better. If you want to give us a call, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. You don't have to get a vibrator. You can get something else if you like. Uh, false vagina, that's a fairly popular sex toy. Um, anyway, and there's lots lots available there. You may be turning me on for the first time, but I met somebody this week who turned me off. <laughs> and I'll tell you a little bit about that if we have time. Anyway, uh, to extend things, I'm... Uh, going to review the latest sex toy that will keep the dearly departed forever regarded. Uh, You may have heard about this, but anyway, uh, it's a lovely way to remember your loved one. But I actually think it has some application for living people as well, and I'm going to tell you about my ideas on that. 
Uh, now, I'm not sure about this one. I think I was full of ideas this week. I'm not really sure why. But anyway, um, I'm not sure if I saw this or I dreamt it. <laughs> I Because I thought I read something about this and thought it's brilliant. But then I couldn't find anything about it. So I figure I must have dreamt this. Um, anyway, I think it's a brilliant idea if you're not working at the moment or you want to earn some extra income on the side. You know how phone sex is wildly popular? But we're going away from from phones. Nobody's ever talking on phones uh, anymore. So I think we should move on or somebody should start up a company. Um, Sext sex, not phone sex, but sext sex. Why not? Sexting is so arousing, whether it's a flirty little message or full-blown erotica. Anyway, something to consider. Would you pay for sex messages? I have Mike on the line. Hello, Mike. Hello, Mike. Are you there? <laughs> hey, Mike. I am. How oh, you doing? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, I was not busy sexting you on the other line. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, no, I just wanted to say enjoy the show. I enjoy the tips and, and the listening and uh, kind of look forward to it every Sunday night. It's kind of become this big uh, joke in the house. It's like, hey, we've got to get to that radio for 8 o'clock. So, uh, got to put keep... the sex show on. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I didn't know if anyone was listening. You know, I, I, I <laughs> this guy told me how he turned me off and he actually screamed in his house, um, shut the Blank, oh, blank, geez. Maureen McGrath, because I have, apparently I have a lilt in my voice that drove him crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I enjoy the tips, and uh, yeah, we always get a good chuckle every, at least once a week or something we laugh about, but uh, tons, of, <laughs> tons of great information, too, so we love it. Keep up the good work. Oh, thank you so much, Mike. You, you of course, win a sex toy if you want. <laughs> You can leave your information with Jordan, the fabulous <laughs> tech producer, Jordan Colbridge, who's helping out at the helm tonight. All right, you have a great one. Thank you, same to you. You bet. All right. Love nice people. Anyway, <laughs> you never know who's out there listening away, taking notes. Um, you don't have to take notes. You can always email me, sextalk at cknw.com. You can go to my website, www.backtothebedroom.ca. For those who've turned their back on the bedroom, those who want to get back to the bedroom, and those who want to have more fun in the bedroom. And I am going to tell you about somebody who had turned their back on the bedroom tonight and I loved her because she was so honest and authentic and genuine and I get a lot of women who lie to me about they're not having sex with their husbands they have low sexual desire they're not willing to do anything about it and they all claim that the husbands are the male husbands are fine with this or the female you know even in same-sex couples and I'm like they're actually not especially if you are married to a man but I don't want to say that to them and um, anyway I can uh, get in a lot of trouble uh, sometimes. But this woman, she was so honest and authentic, and I will tell you a little bit about her and her story um, in the next coming up in the show. So where was I? Other things we're going to talk about tonight. There's a man in Singapore who is suing a woman for giving him a sexually transmitted infection. <laughs> Hello, no-brainer. Who wouldn't do that? I would sue somebody as well. I, you know, I'm, I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. But I think... Um, of course, I'm not a lawyer. I uh, just play one here, uh, along with being a psychiatrist as well, um, in Vancouver on the radio, mind you. Um, but I would think that one needs to prove intent. And, um, you know, it's also unusual, as I was saying to Jill Bennett this morning, that more 
women will get uh, sexually transmitted infections from men than, than men to female to male because it's more easily transmissible given the mucous membranes of women and also given the thin tissues, the thin vaginal tissues that women can have as estrogen decreases uh, during breastfeeding or during perimenopause or menopause. Um, so it's actually far more easily transmissible. If you are single in your 40s or 30s or wherever, you're recently single, you should think about safe sex, which it doesn't seem to me like anybody's practicing these days. But anyway, um, first your emails. I love your emails, every single one of them. So keep them coming. Uh, and uh, so I'll read your emails. And I also have a few stories about from the office. Um, and uh, I love, as I said, I love this one particular woman who told me how her low sexual desire impacts her relationship with her husband and how he's not fine with it. Anyway, um, but here, first this email from a desperate woman. Dear Maureen, my husband is aging rapidly and poorly. He refuses to take care of himself. He has erectile dysfunction, a big belly, is a borderline diabetic, and eats a horrible diet. He is also moody and angry most of the time. We are 50 years old. This is not what I bargained for, nor what I ever expected. I have tried to talk to him about this to no avail. Our sex life is the pits. I've lost all sexual desire. How can we get our relationship and sex life back on track? Thank you, Desperate Diana. Seriously, Diana, why would you ever want to have sex with this guy? <laughs> anyway, uh, this is a big problem, though, I will say, and I'll address a little bit more when I come back um, after the break. Um, because, you know, I think if you're in a couple, it is your responsibility to take care of yourself, your physical, emotional, and mental health. They're all important. And what do you, what does one expect, uh, in a relationship if somebody is, uh, overweight, has the big belly, is not eating, it's not even attractive to watch somebody eat like a glutton. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'll uh, give a little bit more information on that when I return. But for now, you're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. <laughs> Welcome back to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. I'm Maureen McGrath. I'm your host. I'm a registered nurse and a sex therapist. And I just before the break, I I think I'm lilting anyway. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> conscious of that now. Um so if you notice my voice getting deeper and deeper, I'm going to use my bedroom voice anyway. Um, my, uh, I read an email about um, from Desperate Diana who said that her husband is aging rapidly and poorly. He refuses to take care of himself. He's got erectile dysfunction, a big belly. She's not attracted to him in this state. She does want to get her relationship back on track. Um, when somebody has erectile dysfunction, it's often the canary in the coal mine. And that means because the arteries are so thin, leading to your large penis or trying to enlarge your penis, um, it, it's a sign that blood flow to other areas like your heart and your brain can be slowing down as well or having difficulty moving around there. So you're not getting the oxygen to those major organs, your brain and your heart. And so you might need to uh, go to your doctor and have your blood pressure taken uh, there's some very simple steps you can do with eating. You can cut out sugars, and and you know I tell I suggest to a lot of people to cut down on their sugars. They can hardly move. They're in chronic pain, and I'll often say, well, you know, why don't you cut down your sugar? And they'll tell me that they don't eat sugar. And then I say, do you eat fruit? Oh yes, lots of fruit. Well, there's sugar in citrus and all all different kinds of fruit. And I'll ask them, do they eat vegetables? Yes. Do you eat carrots? Yes. High glycemic index on carrots. So you really have to, especially as people. Uh, start to age, 
um, you really have to look after what you eat and really stick with some of the low glycemic vegetables and minimal fruit, fat-free yogurt, um, protein, so, you know, 7 to 9 grams of protein a day, a pound of vegetables a day, uh, the good vegetables, the low glycemic ones like peppers and mushrooms and zucchini and onion. And um, so it's really, I really feel it's people's responsibility to look after their health. And yes, for themselves, but also for the other person as well. Consider that other person. When you're living with somebody or hanging with them or being with them, it's difficult to be with somebody who is complaining all the time, angry, irritable, um, not sleeping well, in pain. Uh, And, you know, it's not the most uh, attractive um, sexually for, you know, definitely low low desire is going to happen and that this can happen to men and women so women also will emotionally eat perhaps or they will you know gain weight not look after themselves and you know exercise is fine but you're never going to lose weight exercising you're going to lose weight by stopping putting things in your mouth the other thing is sex is so great for you it helps you to sleep it helps with your mood and people who have sex okay i am getting some uh <laughs> I'm getting some response here from Jordan Colbridge. He's agreeing with me. Um, Two thumbs up for it. Uh, People who have sex twice a week, only twice a week, look on average seven years younger. I mean, everybody's going and getting all of this, uh, these fillers and Botox and um, what else do you, the lips, the trout lips. They look horrible. Sorry. (laughs) Um, And instead, you can have sex and look seven years younger. So I think that's a better route to the fountain of youth myself. Um, Anyway, so it's tough. And, you know, the person themselves has to look in their own mirror. They are the ones. You can never talk somebody into being healthy. You have, they have to do it. It's like an alcoholic or it's like a drug addict. They they have to reach that rock bottom and they have to decide that they want to feel well because you will feel much better if you are trim and uh, exercising and eating properly and eating healthily, taking time to eat, not eating on the street, don't eat out, uh, and, and really make mindful choices that are healthy. But you want to know your blood pressure and you want to have your blood pressure under 120 over 80. Take your blood pressure after you have been at rest for five minutes and that will be appropriate. You want to take it three, four days in a row. You can purchase a machine to take it at home or, which are the most accurate because a lot of people get white coat syndrome, especially when they come into my office. Um, Anyway, back to the bedroom voice. Uh, But your blood pressure, um, you want to have it under 120 over 80. And you want to know your blood pressure. You can also go to the drugstores. They have them as well. So uh, keep that in mind. Really important because you don't want to get old and overweight and then you're not going to be able to move and then you're going to be moody and nobody's going to like to be around you and you're going to be alone and drink your sorrows away. And that's never good either. Um, And you, you might have to masturbate because there'll be nobody else there because they've all left you. But you may not even be able to masturbate because you probably will have erectile dysfunction. So I promised you a little chat about solo sex. Not everybody masturbates. If you don't, that is no problem. But if you do, that is no problem either. Actually, masturbation is our original sexuality. And it is one of the first ways children learn to experience pleasure. And left to themselves, the children are enthusiastic, masturbators. Why not? It's a blast. And they feel great. But kids stop masturbating. And and also, um, they retreat into the secrecy because adults 
will lay the guilt trip on them if they catch them, and they'll tell them that it's shameful or sinful. A lot of um, parents are very, very uncomfortable talking to their children about sexual health subjects like masturbation. And believe it or not, I have a client base of of young people whose parents have never talked to them about sex, who do not want to talk to them about sex, who are afraid to talk to them about sex. So they come to me, and then I educate them about sex. And it's just a straightforward, comfortable conversation. It's no big deal. But masturbation, one thing you want to point out to children, that it's perfectly enjoyable and normal. But like bathroom activities, best done in private. That's all. Not in secret, but in private. So we don't want to ever inflict shame on anybody because shame is uh, is detrimental in life. Masturbation does not cause physical or psychological harm. And in order for you to be comfortable with somebody else, you really need to be comfortable with yourself. Um, and, and that's why exploring yourself and taking that time is vital. And also then you would be far more comfortable to do that with a partner as well, and that can make the sex that much more enjoyable. But the main issue around masturbation is the guilt people feel after hearing as a child that it's evil or perverted, and and it's not. Um, it, masturbation is normal, healthy. Any sex therapist will tell you, and it's also very important for a variety of sex problems. It can help... Women who are anorgasmic, uh, it can help them to learn how to experience orgasm. And, of course, it helps, as I mentioned, with ejaculatory control because many men have premature ejaculation. And anxiety is uh, a reason, one of the reasons for premature ejaculation. But regular masturbation can actually build confidence and can build sexual self-esteem, which is really important in the bedroom. So if you're confident by yourself, you, you want to gain that confidence. And that's just like doing anything else in life. You practice something, you become good at it, and then <laughs> it's... I lost my train of thought because I started thinking about Stuart Smiley from Saturday Night Live. Uh, I'm going to digress here for just a second, but a, a number of years ago, a, <laughs> a, col- a colleague of mine who is still a mentor and a friend and and a teacher, uh, he gave me some advice. He noticed that I lacked confidence. And he said to me, I, I have some advice for you. I, I think you should go and watch the Stuart Smiley from Saturday Night Live. He was completely serious. You know Stuart Smiley? He looks in the mirror and he says, I'm good and I'm nice and I'm smart. And doggone it, people like me. And I actually went and, and watched this. And, you know, this colleague of mine, saw something in me that was true. I did lack confidence. Of course, we all lack confidence at different times and in different ways. And I was just starting out this practice and I was, you know, just fumbling over myself and, and really lacking confidence. And having confidence is the most, I think it's the sexiest thing anybody can have. And you've got to work on it because you can be confident in some areas and not so confident in other areas. And even the fellow I was telling you about who told me that he, you know, he screamed in his house uh, to for me to shut up. Um, afterward, he came up to me and he said, uh, "Are we are we still friends?" I said, "No, we're not friends. We weren't friends before. 
why would we be friends now? Um, and he said, you, you're, you're not upset that I gave, said that to you? I said, no, I'm not upset at all, but we're not friends. But, you know, he lacked confidence at that moment. I could see that he lacked confidence in the conviction of him. He was feeling badly that he told me to uh, shut up and he turned me off. Anyway, hopefully you're not going to turn me off. Hopefully you're going to stay with me because when I come back, I'm going to talk about some of these other sexual health subjects that impact the bedroom like low sexual desire and the honesty of one of my patients. I'm Maureen McGrath. You are listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Thanks for being here with me tonight. I need all the support I can get. Um, (laughs) I had an email. I was talking earlier about my bedroom voice. I think I just used the lilt voice. Anyway, had an email from Richard who says, I, in, in the subject line, it says, I much prefer your bedroom voice. I look forward to hearing it more often during your show and in your pre-recorded promos. Sincerely, from a regular listener, Richard. Thank you, Richard. Or thank you, Richard. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll get that, my normal voice back. Anyway, um, I appreciate that. And you know what? That was actually great feedback. And feedback is a gift. I kid, I, I'm kidding around when, of course, I say to the fellow, you know, no, we're not friends. We weren't friends before. Um, why would we be friends now? But I wasn't, I wasn't offended at all. It was just it was a matter of fact. I mean, it was, I just, you know, I choose my own friends. But anyway, um, I, w- I felt it was a gift. And I think that feedback is a gift. And, and with regard to the email I'd read earlier about from Desperate Diana, um, Feedback to her husband is a gift for him. It's going to perhaps make him live a longer life with more quality of life as well. Um, so uh, that's, I wanted to read you another email as well. Um, where is that email? Okay, here we go. Hi, Maureen. What are your thoughts on threesomes? Where can someone go to find a third? I'm looking for a female who is bi, but I'm having difficulty finding one. I want to surprise my lover. Is there a website? Thanks. Love the show. Sexy Sarah. Okay. Thanks, Sarah. You know, I'll get to that uh, answer. I, um, <laughs> there's many men in the world who would love nothing more than to watch as their women made love with other women and then motion them over to join in the fun. Of course, the for most men, the fantasy remains as such. But uh, this is something that some people do endeavor to have in their relationship. They're, they're, the demand for available, attractive, and willing women to have casual sex with a couple is really high, and the number of available women is very low. But there are a couple of websites. You can always go to Craigslist, number one. You can go to threesomefinder.net. Or another one is uh, uh, three, the number three, somematch.com. So those are places to go. Uh, what do I think of uh, threesomes? If uh, that floats your boat, go for it. I have Jackie on the line. Hello, Jackie. Oh, hi there. Yes, I actually was phoning about the vibrator, but then I heard you reading um, <laughs> that uh, email, and I actually wrote that email, so thank you for answering it. Um, oh. so the timing the timing is perfect, just like in lovemaking, right? 
Well, it may not always be, but but whatever. Yeah, the timing's fine. <laughs> it's interesting. You signed your um, email with a different name, and you, you phoned did. in yes. with a different I name. And I did. I'm just in the That's okay. Person. No, no, you know what? A lot of uh, people that I meet out on the circuit, they'll come up to me, and they'll be like, hey, I'm Larry from Poco. And I'm like, and then they're like, I'm actually not from Poco, and uh, my name's not Larry. I'm like, 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 I know. Anyway, or, you know, I'm John from uh, Langley. And none of them are who they say they are, so... You're, uh, anyway, not sure who you are, Jackie, but your question is, well, you want to win the vibrator. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and and I've answered your question. Sorry. Well, I I want, yeah, I wanted to be put in that draw. I think you're having a draw. But yes, no, you answered the question, but I I didn't have a chance to write those, uh, those websites down. Will you post them somewhere? Sure. I'll pop them on my website or tweet them out. Um, I want to ask you, why is it that you want to surprise your lover? And is this something, uh, is he going to be, I mean, what guy wouldn't be pleasantly surprised, but... (laughs) Um, I think I think there, you know, um, I, I dabbled in the lifestyle years ago, you know, sort of the swingers lifestyle. It's something that him and I have talked about, and I'm very open to it. You have to feel uh, comfortable in the relationship and trusting, of course. And so I'm uh, a little bit on a mission before June because that's when his birthday is, and I would like to what treat a present. Him. Yeah, I'd like to treat him to that. Why not? Wow. <laughs> Um, now your phone. Now your phone's lit up. Now exactly, the <laughs> phone board is on fire. Now, um, and and it's all these guys saying it's their birthday in June. Um, <laughs> so you've done this before. Uh, yes, you've engaged in this before. And are you attracted to women? I am. You're attracted to women and men. So would you consider yourself bisexual or at different times of the year? At different times of the year. And do you prefer men to women or? I do. I prefer men to women. Yes, for the most part. Yes. Oh, I see. Okay. And have you surprised men with this fabulous gift before? You know, I've been a, I've been a third um, in, in a lot of situations, but uh, uh, this time I'm sort of bringing it back to the home, if you want to call it that. But um, I haven't surprised men per se, but, you know, it's a conversation and, you know, something that we've done. But I sort of want to plan it towards the birthday. Excellent. Um, what about the release of dopamine? Uh, after, so when, when women make love, they actually, uh, it's the bonding, uh, in oxytocin is, is released as well. And so they bond, they, they feel connection uh, with this, with the people that they're making love with. What, how is that? Is, it, is there a way for women to um, remain unemotionally attached, not to get attached to this couple? Uh, yes, no, there is. I think you have the conversation and what the expectation is, you know, um, first off. And uh, for me, I can't speak about all women. I just put that in check with me. I just put things in compartments, I guess. And that's how um, I sort of explain it in my own mind. I don't have long-term relationships with other couples. It's sort of a one-off and you move on. It may be down the road. If you had a good experience, you may call each other again. I'm not into what they call LTRs. I'm not looking for someone in a long-term relationship to do this with. So it's a one-night pony. Yeah, you know, with a particular couple, and then you move on to another couple possibly. Of course, everything is all uh, protected. You know, that's very, very important. Um, So privacy and confidentiality is key. Yeah, and discretion, of course. But I'm saying protected. I mean, you know, obviously the use of condoms, etc. On that side, I don't want people to think out there that I'm, you know, hopping from couple to couple because that's not really what's going on. Right. So do you work? Are you a a career? Yeah, I'm a career person. Okay. So um, what if you put, you know, an ad out on Craigslist or something? Or what if you what if somebody responds that knows you? 
Yeah, it happened. It happened. Uh, really? It's funny that you, met, that you say that. Yes, because you said you could put an ad on Craigslist, and I chuckled. Um, I put. Uh, I responded to someone on Craigslist, and um, they didn't respond back. And I'm a sales rep, so I like to uh, to go out, you know, go another round. So I tried again, and the woman this time I sent my photo, and the woman said, you know, I uh, I recognize you, and we hang in the same circles, and uh, you're attractive, etc. However. I'm not comfortable because we know the same people. So um, I was a little bit surprised, you know. But, Scared, uh, you know, maybe. They're, they're, yeah, yeah. They're looking, too. You're looking. So I feel that we have that uh, that discretionary, you know, that, that sort of uh, hopefully she's a vault. Of course, now I go to every event in my city and wonder if she's there. But, <laughs> but I mean, it, it's not here or there because, you know what, she's looking for the exact same thing as I am. It, it's the same thing, you know, if you're going to a swingers-type environment. You may see people there that you know, but Your at the boss. same time... <laughs> Yeah, at the same time, they're doing, they're doing what you're doing. So, you know, mum's the word. Exactly. <laughs> if you're telling me, I'm going to tell on you. Anyway, Jackie, thank you so much for your thank call you. and your email, and I wish you all the best in your endeavor. Thank you for your help. Oh, Bye-bye. you're welcome. When I come back, I'm going to talk about, um, I'll tell you that little story, which I was meaning to tell you, but also, uh, what do you think of sext? sex. (laughs) Anyway, I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Satisfaction if I tried and I tried and I tried. Welcome back to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Well, what do you truly think of my singing then, which I've done for a while if you (laughs) don't like the lilt? You prefer the bedroom voice? <laughs> uh, do you prefer karaoke or what? Anyway, welcome back to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. I'm Maureen McGrath. I am hosting this show. There's a couple of subjects in the news that have caught my attention as a sexpert. Designer dildo contains loved ones cremated ashes. This is a way to remember your dearly departed. Um, and so they're putting ashes inside of dildos. Which is a, a nice idea. But I actually think, I mean, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> um, what will the world think of next? When, but I think this might be a good idea for the living as well. Why not put a computer picture of whomever you masturbate to on your vibrator? You know, have a, uh, I think that's a better idea. And I think it's a good idea. And then you can keep it for later as well. Because... Women masturbate. It's interesting about women. Women's masturbatory practices are, may surprise you. And they may start out as a child masturbating to vegetables like carrots or cucumbers, and they may carry that on for the rest of their lives. Or tooth, electric toothbrushes with little finger cots over them are also another popular item. But don't forget, you can always go to my website, www.backtothebedroom.ca, if you feel like... Um, bringing it up a notch. Uh, there's a number of different vibrators on there. Uh, one for, you know, for beginner um, vibrator women. And a lot of women will email me or ask me, is it, am I too old? I've, or I've never used a vibrator before. But then there are the experienced women who have used them all. But if you, if you are that experienced, you need to try the intensity, which is like a gymnasium for the pelvic floor. Um, but anyway, go to the website and check that out. So, uh, just another business idea for me. <laughs> I mean, for you, <laughs> from me, my gift to you. 
so that's one little subject, and it's certainly a way for people to remember. It's a difficulty when your husband or your wife passes on, and especially if it's suddenly, you can go from a healthy sex life to no sex whatsoever, if you didn't have a lover before. Um, but so this way, a lot of widows and widowers have told me that how hard this has been, that they, you know, they miss the intimacy and they miss the sex. And so this may be one way to have the conversation about that one of the other issues that wi- widows face and widowers face after their loved one dies. Um, so it's anyway something to think about. Also, would you sue somebody if, they gave you a sexually transmitted infection. Well, what do the lawyers out there think? I need to hear from a lawyer on this one. Because I it is rather it would be it would be rather annoying if somebody gave you a sexually transmitted infection. It can affect fertility, it can be chronic, lifelong, uh, gonorrhea and syphilis are rearing their ugly heads again today in the world, and um, also some of the antibiotics are not working for gonorrhea. So uh, it can actually leave you in a very, very tough position. So, but but then again, you you're going to have to announce to the world that you have this sexually transmitted infection. So it's a it's a, it's a tough one, and I really don't uh, know the answer to that. But uh, well, it'll be a case to watch in Singapore. So I will keep you updated on that. Um, so sexting sex, 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 instead of phone sex. I think this was my brilliant idea. <laughs> I think I dreamed this. This is what sex birds do. This is what we dream about. Um, instead of the phone sex, which is wildly popular, people are very aroused by sex messages, whether they're a flirty little message or just a little, uh, just a little flattering type of message or a full-on uh, erotic message. And you can sign up for any one of a number of them. You can, the brain, of course, is the biggest sex organ. So I think we've got brain buy-in here. And, you know, people fantasize all the time. So I think that this may be a good idea. And it may be the way that phone sex is going. Um, So everybody is living on their smartphones these days. And it's definitely, I think it has some merit. Um, And it doesn't matter that you don't, know the person because oftentimes you can meet somebody online or somewhere else on social media and you can start to exchange messages and that can be quite arousing for the two people involved. So I think uh, it's, it's definitely something that is worth a try and, and it may actually be beneficial in these relationships where there is no sex. It may, it may help a marriage, in fact, especially if one is open about it and they say, I'm going to sign up for sex, sex, <laughs> sex, sex. <laughs> anyway, there is that. Uh, I've gotten a couple of these. Of course, I haven't opened them. They are, and I, I mean to ask my, my buddy Dave of Dave.ca who knows about all of this stuff. It is called a snapped, a snap sext. Yeah, I've been I've received a few of those. Have you received any snap sext? I think that's what it's called. But I'm trying to get into my uh, email here and I can't. Um, so what is it called? Here I am in. Oh yeah, a snap sext message. Haven't opened it or them uh, because I'm a little nervous about it and they are in my junk. So uh, if somebody can tell me if it's true or not, <laughs> then I'll open it up and just see for curiosity. Wasn't expecting a snap sext from anybody. Anyway, um, 
we're going to go to break, but when I come back, I am going to tell you about that lovely patient in my office who spoke the truth. And if you know anything about me, I like the truth. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. I have brought my bedroom voice here tonight for you. Sometimes I leave it at home. Um, I want to tell you about a patient. I, I, I've worked in, I've worked with women who have low sexual desire for a long time. And in fact, this happens to be my third year anniversary here hosting the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. I, prior to that, I was a regular health contributor. And, and the way I started in, in media was they asked me to, I was asked by a close colleague and friend and mentor who I would have done anything for within reason, um, to come on the show because the, he was asked to come on and he didn't want to come on and speak about a health subject. So I went on. I was working on uh, a research study for hypoactive sexual desire disorder in premenopausal women who weren't on antidepressants. And 500 women, we put an ad in the paper, uh, one ad in the Vancouver Sun, and 500 women phoned in. So I knew it was a topical subject that was not discussed. So when I came onto the show, and it was Christy Clark's show at the time, she asked me what I wanted to talk about. I said, how about hypoactive sexual desire disorder in women? She said, oh, yeah. And then she invited me back. This is about six or seven years ago. Deemed me the sexpert and invited me back. Didn't realize that uh, there were people who were working in this field. And so I've interviewed thousands of women about this. And I've spoken to hundreds of men. And this is a significant issue, especially in our lives today, especially the way we live our lives today. We're very busy. We take on a million things. We're working outside of the home. Sex is put on the back burner. Not not a good idea. And so many women through the years, I remember many, many stories, and they would say to me that they hadn't had sex. These are young women, 25, 30, 32. Uh, and they would say to me, that they hadn't had sex, you know, for two years with their partner, their male partner, husband, whatever, lover, and they'd say, but but he's very patient, he's very understanding, and, and I would think, no, he's not, and, but I had this woman, and, and of course I'm right, <laughs> anyway, I had this woman come in on uh, this week, and she was, she was, uh, in a 20-year arranged marriage, she was from Iran, and she had her hijab. She was in full Islamic dress code uh, for her medical appointment. And she came for another reason. But when I asked her if she was sexually active, she said, no, she wasn't. She hadn't been for about two or three years. And I said to her, is this a problem in your marriage? And she said, yes, this is a huge problem in my marriage. Her marriage was 20 years. You might think that the problem is with the fact that the marriage had been arranged. She was 16 when she was arranged to marry a 22-year-old. She had a baby nine months later. She just trusted the fact that her family thought this was the right man for her. And she told me that her sister actually went, went to university in the States and met a man and, uh, in university you know, the non-traditional Islamic uh, way. And she said they have, they're on a pathway to divorce. So not, that's not to say that uh, all arranged marriages are perfect. But, you know, another friend of mine who's in an arranged marriage told me that uh, when I asked her, you know, what is it like? She said, 
you know, you know, Maureen, she said, no marriage is perfect. And that that's absolutely true. But this woman recognized that it was a big problem for her husband that there was no sex, that she could not have sex because she had so much pain. Her problem was vaginal pain. And um, so with for women with vaginal pain, there are things that one can do about it. I love this woman because she was so honest and so authentic and so genuine and told it like it was. And they're my favorite kind of people. Um, but, you know, during intercourse, you can use lubricants. For low sexual desire, there's V-Love, which is, you've heard the promos on... Um, on the air, I'm sure, V-Love, the sexual desire gel and lubricant, and that will help for some women during painful who have painful sex. Uh, there's also personal moisturizers that can be used as well. Oh, by the way, the V-Love, everybody's wondering where you can buy that. It's actually uh, going to be available at Loblaws, and there's a launch uh, on May 9th, so you can go to entertopia.com and learn more about that. Also, personal moisturizers like Repigine will help with vaginal dryness. What happens is after women have a baby or women who are on antidepressants or women who are on birth control pills may experience vaginal dryness. And perimenopausal women, because of the decreasing estrogen receptors, estrogen is the hormone regulator. So there are treatments for vaginal dryness is my point. Your sex life does not have to end. It's very important. Anyway, but this show does have to end because there's only so much time on the air. Uh, Great sex always ends really soon, doesn't it? Anyway, I've got a lot of uh, events coming up in the... In the month of May, Masturbation Month, of course, I will be giving out a vibrator every single Sunday night here for the next month. And uh, so do turn me on again, I hope. And uh, anyway, you can go to my website and all of my events will be listed there, www.backtothebedroom.ca. You can follow me on Twitter at Back, the number two, The Bedroom. You can go to my blog, backtothebedroom-blog.ca. And remember, when you stumble on this gravel road of life, make it part of your dance. I am Maureen McGrath, and you have been listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show.